Blog Talk Radio. This is Jay Lethal, the undisputed champion of the wrestling world. John Sullivan. It's Babs Ayagbusi. Michael Thompson talking. It's the phenomenal AJ Styles. It's Xavier Rose. Charles Johnson. Psycho Killer, Kamasa Champa. This is Matt Blair. Thank you for listening to Sportscast Radio. Sportscast Radio. What's poppin'? Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that bitch like Stockton. Just joshing. I'ma spend this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Sports in the top ten. I can put the ball in the end zone, put it back there. Now, you guys ready to get started? Ladies and gentlemen, we are live 420. That's the day that people seem to celebrate. Luke, I celebrated by giving the damn intro finally. That's right, you did. I celebrated by <laughs> listening to the intro. <laughs> we have a new intro finally that I've been promising for weeks, and uh, we will we will finally have a uh, a real real one too as well uh, for next week. As uh, next Tuesday, we will be coming to you live with our on air mock with a bunch of different personalities uh, from radio that we've had on. Uh, it's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. Um, tonight, we are going to do our first alternating mock, Luke. Me and you, we're going to go, one's taking odds, one's taking evens. Excited to go through that. We got some banter. We got some, some three strikes. But you had 25 changes. I had 24 changes with our mock draft 4.0s. And uh, I, I were you surprised with how many you had? I was actually, yeah, because when you sent me the you know, the message saying how many you had, in my head I was like, how do you have that many changes? But then as I was going through mine, I was like, oh, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, it was very surprising. Uh, I, I wasn't expecting it, and, I, and I'm going through it, I'm going through. And a lot of them, too, I noticed were kind of, it went down, like this player maybe went from like one spot down a spot or down two spots just because of the way – my top order changed. Ultimately, once I got through pick five, everything just kind of changed for me. I guess is the easiest way to put it. Like, it just, it just, the, the cards all continue to fall where one would flip, which then would change what I would do with this team because that guy wasn't there before and all this happened and this, that, you know what I mean? So yeah, on and mine, so forth. Was, mine was opposite. My, mine, my number one pick stayed the same and then the rest of my top five changed. <laughs> Um, well, with that being, with that being said, I guess, uh, do you want to, do you want to kick us off or do you want me to start in the, in the number one slot and see where we're sitting here? I want you to start, sir. Number one, I kept it simple. I went Aiden Hutchinson. That's stated. Now I'm going to, I'm going to pull this up too. I'm going to dual window this just because I find this extremely interesting with with all like the like I said with the way it all all kind of shake shaped up here, but Aiden Hutchinson obviously 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 uh, was was what I had before. I 
I don't know if I can fully fully buy into the Trayvon Walker talk. I'm telling you, I, I picked Trayvon Walker, which was the same as my last one. I, I think it's going to be him. As much as, as much as it shouldn't be him, I think it's going to be. Now, is your uh, – I believe we have the same date. So uh, our 3.0s were on March 29th. So, you know, a decent gap in between our mocks yeah. with these. And, and so that's what I found kind of interesting. There is a guy, too, I watched some tape on – today that I'm really, really starting to buy into more of the hype on that, that we can get into it a little bit. But uh, uh, at two, then I went Trayvon Walker, same as I did in my 3.0. So I had Aiden Hutchinson here, which was different from my last one. My last one, I've been a firm believer in Malik Willis at two. But I went Aiden Hutchinson. Do you have your other mock-up open? Uh, I can, yeah. I... I don't know. I just I got them both up just for shifts and giggles. Um, yeah, I, I didn't realize on. I stayed the same here again. I thought I went different until I re-looked at it and uh, did the comparison. But at okay. three, I still got Kayvon Thibodeau. Hold on a second. Um, I got to get to my other draft. Sorry, people who are listening. It's all good. I was, I was unprepared for Ryan. So here's my first <laughs> surprise. You ready, Ryan? Yep. So in my mock 3.0, I had Aiden Hutchinson right here because I had the Lions taking Malik Willis. I have read numerous articles that have stated that the Texans, if those top two edge defenders that they believe are the top two are gone at one and two, Sauce is the pick at three. I don't necessarily disagree with that, to be honest with you. So I have Sauce at three. I I haven't read any details of who they who the Texans think their top two are. I'm assuming it's Aiden Hutchinson and maybe Kayvon, but it could be Walker. But I've read a lot of stuff that says if their top two edges above Gardner are gone, that the number three pick will be Sauce Gardner. Um, there is an interesting one at. Uh, when we get to the Viking talk that I want to, I want to discuss with you too. Um, so this is where I had my first discrepancy. Uh, my last mock draft, I had uh, Jermaine Johnson, who ironically, I'm kind of starting to become a fan of following the 12. I think it'd be kind of cool. The kid from Eden Prairie comes home, plays with the Vikings. He's got a great motor. Uh, but I had him at four in my, in my last mock to the Jets. This time, I have Ahmad Gardner going up there. I, I like that pick. I, like the Jets it. just need a corner. They need a corner and they need a wide out. And I look at it as, do they value Ahmad Gardner? It's kind of what we talked about last time is what led me to this decision. Do they do they covet gotcha. Gardner over a wide like? Do, do they think Gardner is better than their number one receiver? Yes, and it's, it's like do, we talked last night on Xbox. Is I think the Jets are in that position, like you were saying. Like they have the if if Gardner's there and Garrett Wilson's there, which their two biggest needs. Do they? So the second the second cornerback is probably Stingley or McDuffie. Yeah. How many points ahead is Gardner than number two? versus how many points ahead is Wilson the number two? Because the number two wide receiver most likely will be there at pick 10. Uh, maybe the number three, depending on what like Atlanta does. But um, 
that, I think that's where they got to figure it out. Is is and, you know is Gar is Gardner at fifty and McDuffie's at twenty, and then Wilson's at fifty and like Jamison's at forty. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's that's the way that this actually worked out for me. Whereas I, in my personal opinion, I feel like the better of it, but uh, maybe not to them, but to me, I felt like this was. Like, if I, I'm playing Madden 23, like, I'm playing with the Jets if this is how their draft goes, type thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my pick here changed. Last time I had him taking the big offensive tackle, Evan Neal. But the more I hear Ryan Cook, my uh, co-host here, talk about Kayvon Thibodeau and how people are sleeping the farther up he goes on my list. So I have him at number four to the Jets. I watched the thing on Thibodeau today. And for people that say he he doesn't have his head on or doesn't know what's going on or this or that and this and that, man, he already started his own like mentorship youth youth like foundation called Dream. So like yeah. J instead of a D for Dream because of how much mentorship he had as a kid. Like he's already invested in charities and he's got his own foundations going. Like this dude doesn't. I don't understand how people don't think he doesn't have his head on straight. I I, I came out of watching this this profile on him today, even higher on him. Like I still, if I'm if I'm if I'm Shed Khan, and I'm running the Jaguars, I ask my son Tony. I go, Tony, you you do all the wild shit in all elite wrestling with your your wrestling company that you run. What what do I do that that's going to be the be the one that's going to make everyone go, oh, you know what you're doing the long run? Like, but Dad, gotta take Kayvon Thibodeau number one. Just saying, man. I still think he's going to be the best one. I think he's going to fall, and it's going to be interesting to see where he falls. Mm-hmm. I think – I honestly think it's a lot about the school he went to. I know people are saying, you know, he was asked the question at the interview, and it kind of seemed like he didn't care about football, da-da-da-da-da. But, like, me and you talked that one day. Like, name me the last time, besides Vita Vey from uh, Washington, I believe it is. That yeah, Vita Vey was from Washington. Yeah, that a defensive player from the Pac-10 – went in the top 10 picks, it it doesn't happen. And I think yeah. that's the issue. Yeah, it, it's such a offensive-minded, thoughtful school. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I, I think people are looking at it in a way that um, – in a way that that they're overthinking it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, uh, Joe Spinoza, who was on uh, a couple weeks ago, if you remember him, and uh, it was his first radio spot coming in with uh, with uh, Joe or Jared Barsness. Um, yeah, the Vikings. He, he's got Garrett Wilson at twelve. He said, "Here's my Vikings mock for everybody." Uh, Garrett Wilson at twelve. Roger McCreary at forty six. The corner out of Auburn. And then Josh Paschall, the uh, edge rusher from Kentucky at 77. I mean, we talked about it last night. Like, I wouldn't – like, if they drafted a wide receiver at 12, I wouldn't be mad because it's, yeah. it's just them preparing for when Thielen leaves next year. Um, ProFootballFocus.com slash mock, which is something maybe we, could, we should try uh, one of these. Apparently, you can do your mocks, and it will get graded. Uh, he received an A minus, uh, an A for getting past all that late. Uh, but yeah, so he he threw up uh, Wilson, McCreary, and Pashall, which is interesting, uh, as, as those are a couple of things we we haven't heard yet on here. But um, 
I, I, and that, that, the receiver thing is, is going to be something I want to dive into too later. Uh, but rounding out the top five, I stay the same here again. Uh, I, I feel like if you compare this guy to the other side of the other side of that O line with Andrew Thomas, you have yourself some good shit going. Evan Neal, I got Alabama offensive tackle coming in to help out Saquon and whatever they're going to do with Danny Dimes. They're going to feed him to the wolves, and he's going to die a horrible death. Uh, I have the same thing. Uh, I switched last – my last mock, I had Icky, so I just switched tack, same position, different names. Oh, that's sweet, Cook. Oh, it is It is now official, something that uh, I didn't – I was going to leak on radio, but we weren't allowed to, um, but something that I had been privy of for – couple weeks now. Uh, Sunday, June 26th, United Center, AEW, and New Japan Pro Wrestling present Forbidden Door. Um, I got I got tipped off on this maybe a week and a half ago, but I was not allowed to speak about it on the radio. That's why me and Alex canceled our WrestleCast. Everyone's wondering why we didn't do any post-media shows, because I was going to talk about that the whole time. But uh, rumor is in Chicago. I will be there. They're going to do Kazuchika Okada versus Kenny Omega for the U.S. audience live. I uh, I don't know much about that, but I hope you have a good time. Oh, my Lanta. <laughs> I, I mean, they, oh, man, some of the options they could do. But anyway, this is this is not WrestleCast. But had had to throw it up there because this was something we were we were dying to talk about. We just which I I got the information originally it was going to be Thursday the twenty third, but that didn't make a lot of sense and. And when I said, hey, thanks for the information, they go, don't break that on your radio. I said, oh, okay, cool. I won't say shit because I don't want to lose my sources. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> so, bitches, when I say I got shit, you got to believe me, I got sources. That being said, I flipped QBs, but I kept the QBs Carolina last time. I had Kenny Pickett. This time I went Malik Willis, number six on a liberty. As my kid says when we walk by at the, the old apartment and he points at the dog on the wall, Dad, it looks like liberty from the Paw Patrol movie. That's funny. Uh, I went. I went to your old pick. I went Kenny Pickett this time. Uh, last time I had Charles Cross, the the tackle. Yeah, I I had. I think I had him in one of my other ones. Liberty, Liberty. Liberty. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, now is this is where it gets it gets wild. Is I I'm looking at my board and I suddenly go. Pick 6 through 10, 12, 13 through 20, 22, 24, 25, 27 through 32, all different. <laughs> this is where my shit just falls apart uh, over the last, uh, in what, in 21 days here, whatever it is. I'm ready. Uh, at, at number seven, I had Kyle Hamilton last time. This time I went Ikem Kwanu, the offensive tackle out of NC State. At seven? <laughs> What'd you think? Really, you with Evan Neal at number five? Holy shit! I didn't realize I went double tackle. I Dang screwed it. my draft up. You're going hard, bro. I screwed my draft up. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! Do I try to redo this on the fly, or do I just go I with mean, it? I say just go with it. <laughs> yeah, I completely screwed that up. I don't know. I I don't know how I didn't miss that. I wonder why your picks were all off by one. Wow. What would I have done differently there? Uh, so I, I went Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher. 
Wow. I, I need to I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going to after this is over delete this and redo it. I'm just saying. Okay. I can't believe I didn't realize that I did that. Thank you for catching that. I did. Wow, I was so I was so confused. I was like, didn't he pick the same person at number five that I did? Look, we're live, pal. That's what happens, I guess, when you do it live radio. Um, at number eight, I had, even though I don't think he's the number one, I had the Atlanta Falcons taking Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, on Ohio State. I had Drake London in my 3.0, but I feel like more teams are suddenly coveting Garrett Wilson for some reason. So that's I, the play I made. I have the same thing there. I had Jermaine Johnson there last time, but with him going a pick before... I think they just get the best available position because that team sucks. <laughs> um, at no, see, this is yeah. Everything would have changed because I would have kept the, my pick the same. I would have uh, I would have had a quadu at nine like I did last time, but this time I have Charles Cross uh, tackle out of Mississippi State, just trying to get some some sort of semblance of protection in this team. I got a quanu at nine for yeah. Seattle. I am embarrassed and upset because that changes everything on my draft. Um, but that's okay. Um, at number 10, then, I had Derek Stingley, but I have that changed because they got Gardner. And they they fell on to what I feel like is the best gem on that offense in this draft, uh, 6'5 wide receiver Drake London out of USC. I have him taking Charles Cross, offensive tackle. Ooh. Uh, this pick stayed the same. I have Jamison Williams still going to Washington to the Commanders. I have uh, Derek Stingley, the corner, going. Ooh. So in my 3.0, I had Ahmad Gardner falling to 12 somehow, um, which would be awesome. But obviously that's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't think he makes it out of the top four. Um, at 12, I had I, I I wanted to put Jermaine Johnson here. There should like be only said, one name here, Ryan. One name. I, let me hear it. I wanted to bring that the Eden Prairie kid home, but <laughs> with Stingley still on the board, as much as we need it, I feel like there is a lot of capital later in this draft that we're not talking about. So at number twelve, I have safety Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame at twelve. There we go, baby. <laughs> There's just I got the same there's thing. a lot of you have the same thing. Yeah. There's just a lot of really good corners. The more I started really digging in the last couple of days, I've had a lot of free time as I've been out of work with COVID for since Saturday. So I've had a lot of free time, and I've been digging into a lot of second and third round mock type stuff. Yeah. And looking at the how deep that cornerback position goes, um, I don't think we have to take Stingley or. McDuffie. I think we no. can take Hamilton, pair him with uh, Harrison Smith, put Notre Dame crew back together. Well, not together, but put Notre Dame in our safety core and let it ride. So I'm I'm all for it. Look, and as much as I, I joke and give shit, like if we got Kyle Hamilton, I would be over the moon ecstatic. I just I'm ordering a jersey that day. I, I probably I probably would too, to be honest with you. <laughs> not gonna lie. I I mean Look, I, I ordered Laquan Treadwell while we were in Vegas for the draft, and I, I was I was watching it live. I had put in an order for Treadwell. Why? Because I thought he was going to be the shit. He was the number one receiver to me was Laquan Treadwell. Was everybody in that draft. Well, yeah, I was definitely wrong about that one. But I, I wanted him over everybody in that draft. 
Really? I don't. I don't when they picked when they picked him, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> who what, was that? The twenty. It was like 20, the 20... Yeah, or something like that. Um, I'm trying to remember, because, like I said, I was in Vegas for it. Um, Minnesota hey, picked later. Hey, what up, hello? We... I think we had Did two we picks have... in the first round. Oh, maybe it wasn't... Okay, it wasn't 2017. Let me check 2016. Yeah, 2016. So, wide receivers in that draft... At the t- okay, at the t- so you really you really didn't know anything about Treadwell. No. In my head, I had I wanted nothing to do with Corey Coleman. Nope, I didn't want him either. I didn't want I didn't want Will Fuller. I didn't want him either. I didn't want Josh Doxson out of Penn State because I seen him and I wasn't either. impressed. And then it was Treadwell. Treadwell was the next one. Then then it was Sterling Shepard. I don't think I wanted like- any wide receivers. In that and then draft. Michael Thomas went 47. Who were the big names in that draft? That was the Goff, Wentz, Bosa, Zeke, Jalen Ramsey draft. Yeah. Um, what pick did we have in that draft? We had 23. Yeah. Who went around Laquan Treadwell? So 24 was William Jackson, the third cornerback to Cincinnati. Artie Burns from Miami went to Pittsburgh. Paxton Lynch, Kenny Clark, Joshua Garnett, Robert Kimbici. Vernon Butler, Jermaine Effetti, Manuel Ogba, Miles Jack won the second round. He wasn't terrible, but like, yeah, there wasn't like Reggie Ragland. I was like him. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I think that's the draft where I was like, they should just trade the pick. So you know what that. <laughs> that was the uh, that was the Larry Tunsil draft. Yeah, no, didn't like anything. Okay. Yeah, so I I was I was all in on him, but yeah, I I. I think if Hamilton's there at 12, as much as you need a quarterback, there's enough depth at quarterback uh, where you can wait. You know, that kid from Clemson might be there in the second round. Well, for sure. Um, you know, a guy, guy that had been mentioned earlier when I when I brought up uh, Joe Spinoza's draft, Roger McCreary, if we got him in the second round, I'd be F-wording ecstatic. Ecstatic. I was watching some tape on him today, the kid out of Auburn. This dude's got – he's got some quick feet, and he's got some hands. And he's like – like when I say hands, he's in the receiver. Even if he's not pulling it in, he's just pushing it like a, like a volleyball out of there. Like this dude was just crappy. Is he as good as Trent McDuffie, bro? Uh, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people like McDuffie. I went Derek Stingley, though, cornerback at 13. I had Garrett Wilson going in my last draft, but I went Stingley this time. I went Trevor Penning. Offensive Ooh. I mean, they need everything. So I don't think there's a bad pick for Houston. <laughs> no. Like, they could literally pick any position and someone. It would be over achievement. Uh, then uh, last time at 14, I had Baltimore taking DJ Oriole, uh, a.k.a. Jordan Davis. So Me I watched too. a great piece on him today. Uh, but I switched it, and because of the fall, I had uh, Jermaine Johnson going 14 to Baltimore. Mine's still Jordan Davis, bro. I don't think that pick's ever gonna change. No, I well, I probably would have had Jermaine Johnson here, which in turn would have probably left Jordan Davis there. So when yeah. I get to my re- real four point oh, since this is the fake one, this is the three point nine. <laughs> yeah, this is the rising idiot. Um, then at fifteen, I had the Eagles with one of their two picks taking Chris Olave out of Ohio State wide receiver. Previously had Charles Cross falling to fifteen. 
I, I, I have your boy Drake London at number 15. Hey, he's going to be tight, man. I'm excited. Uh, 16, I did previously have George Karlaftis at 16, uh, but I changed it up and I gave the Saints somebody to protect Jamison Winston and went with Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. I have Jamison Williams, wide receiver, Alabama. Um, I had Penning going at 17 in my last mock to get more riches for that offensive line. But instead, I have Jordan Davis falling there to just make that defense even nastier with Bosa and Khalil Mack and company, which, God, the Chargers might be good next year if that happens. I'd cry. I have to take the same position, but Devontae Wyatt from Georgia. Devontae Wyatt, nice pick. He's a guy I've seen go as low as, like, 15 and as high as, like, 60. Yeah. Uh, like I said, man, I've been watching and reading so much mock stuff lately. It's just burning a hole in my head. Uh, last time I had 18 of the Saints, Tyler Smith, uh, inside lineman from Tulsa. Uh, isn't this 18, time, wait, isn't 18 the Eagles? Oh, yes, yes. I'm, the Saints, the, the Saints uh, had 18 before this new mock. Cause they, see, I was yeah. reading it right, though, because the Saints at the time hadn't made the trade yet. Yeah. Um, so I have the Philadelphia Eagles at 18 taking Trent McDuffie corner out of Washington. Me too, bro. <laughs> and then, it, now, ironically, I did have McDuffie at 19 in my last mock, so it kind of stayed the same. But instead of Tyler Smith uh, from Tulsa, uh, who I don't even think I kept in my first round, uh, 19, I went Kenny Pickett out of Pitt. I went, I went Malik Willis here out of hey. however you say Liberty. <laughs> liberty, Liberty. Dad, the dog looks like Liberty. Yes, yes, let's go, son. Ugh, the dog looks like Liberty. Liberty just gets mad at me. <laughs> uh, I had uh, Pittsburgh pissed off because before I believe Willis here, they're not going to get a quarterback, but they're going to get that guy that they really want. I feel like Pittsburgh is only taking a quarterback in round one if one of the two are there to, yeah. try, to try to please fans. But I think deep down... They want the, they want that tough kid who wear wore the same color as the Steelers wear in college, and that's the Iowa offensive lineman Tyler Limbaum. Limbaum. Uh, I have him taking the same position, but Zion Johnson. On the road to Zion. So, that was a song back in the day. I yeah, I, I I've heard <laughs> I've heard from people that Pittsburgh covets Tyler Linderbaum. But we'll see. I can't even mock correctly, so yeah. <laughs> I'll find that out. Uh, this one has stayed the same in every mock. I have number 21, Devin Lloyd, linebacker out of Utah. New Me too. I haven't, I haven't changed this pick. Yep, I think that's our Trayvon Morig this year. We said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're going to draft someone totally different. <laughs> yeah, they're going to draft like a running like, back. <laughs> yeah, they're going to take the town of Michigan State, Kenneth Walker or whatever. It's like, oh, whoops, didn't see that. Uh, At 22, I had Green Bay taking Chris Olave last time. That man is gone, and I have Green Bay going, well, let's just do what we do best and ignore the positions. George Carlaft is Purdue edge rusher. I still have him taking Chris Olave. Uh, 23, this is staying the same for me. I have Arizona Cardinals taking Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback out of Clemson. Me too, bro. (laughs) Uh, Dallas. 
I switched players. Uh, last mock, I had them taking inside lineman, uh, inside offensive lineman Zion Johnson out of Boston College. I changed it up. Um, he's had meetings with Dallas, and I think that's what kind of swayed me. But I went Kenyon Green from Texas A&M. Ooh, I like that pick. Like it. I have Dallas having George, the whatever his last name is, Carl Loftus, falling uh, yep, to them. <laughs> um, at 25, I had Jahan Dotson from Penn State going to Buffalo. But ironically, as the talk has come out about him, I have been watching a lot of the same things. And first time he's ever made my mock draft, but at 25, to give the Bills some help after they were carved up by Patty Mahomes in the playoffs last year. Roger McCreary, quarterback Auburn. I would love it if he were to fall to us at 46 or whatever. But I feel like Roger McCreary in the last couple of weeks has climbed up and he's going to get a late first round pick. You think he's going to go higher than Kyir Elam? Yeah, I do. I, I, think, he, I think he's going to be better than he is. I, I, I hadn't paid attention to him until the month started. And then, uh, this, like I said, as I started digging into these second and third rounds, I got really into McCreary, and I really like his tape, and I might even end up having him higher before we get there. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm probably going to be the high man on him, but, uh, yeah, I'm going McCreary. Gotcha. I took Tyler Linderbaum for the bill. Linderbaom. Linderbaum. Linderbaum. <laughs> uh, this one's staying the same again. Tennessee at 26, taking Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. I, for the first time, went with the wide receiver here, and I went Traylon Burks as well because of all the A.J. Brown rumors that he wants to leave. Which I got some good information that I want to drop on you and get your thoughts and opinions if I'm just crazy and I talk to dumb people or if uh, we got some fun conversation coming up. Um, In a flip, as I had – Kenyon Green instead of Zion Johnson at 24. At 27, that means I have Zion Johnson at Tampa instead of Kenyon Green, uh, as I gave them the best available inside outside linebacker. I have Buccaneers taking Daxton Hill safety. Nice. Nice. I had him going on uh, my last mock to Detroit at the end there. Uh, 28, I, I had Linda Bob. I don't know why I, I I'm slowly falling falling in love with that dude, and he's gonna go to Pittsburgh, and then I'm gonna hate him. So like I'm, I'll like man crush on him for like another week, and then I'll be like, fuck that Linderbaum dude. <laughs> fuck <laughs> that guy. <laughs> uh, but I had Linderbaum going at 28, and this time Green Bay can't ignore it anymore. Jahan Dotson, wide receiver, Penn State. So we switched it. You went defensive end first. I went yep. wide receiver first. So I went my boy from Minnesota, Boye Mafe. Oh, God. Why would you take him to Green Bay? Yeah. It's just going to it's just gonna happen. And then he's going to sack Kirk Cousins like five times a year. <laughs> I know. That's why I said, damn it, why would you do that? Uh, 29, I have Kyer Elam, cornerback out of Florida last time. This time, I changed it, and I went Boye Mafe to Kansas City. Ooh, I have Jahan Dotson here, wide receiver, to replace Tyreek Hill. Yeah, they definitely need one. But I've read a lot of shit, and you might see San Francisco would pick 29 and 30. Now, now wait, yeah, we'll, let's now let's just finish this, and then we'll get into those talks. I got a lot. I I have I have wrote like a half novel on Microsoft Word for this. 
so let's wait on the let's wait on the trade talk. But I know where you're going on that. Um, yeah, I I, I do 100 percent think they need to agree or they need to address the wide receiver because of that. But I think deep down they know that Patty Mahomes can kind of do it with whatever he's got, kind of like Rodgers. So yeah, and, about well, it. and they brought they brought Juju in in the off season. So if there's not a wide receiver there that they absolutely think is the next. Thing for them, I could see them passing for sure. Agreed, agreed. Um, as I said, I tire Elam at 29 last time. This time I am going 30, so I still am going to the Chiefs, just one pick lower. Um, I previously had mocked uh, Lewis Sign from Georgia. I uh, I have Kyer Elam there at 30, and he was there last time at 30. Um, and then Lewis Sign now falling out of 30. I have him taking. Uh, being taken by the Bengals at 31. Previously, I had Devontae Wyatt from Georgia there. Me, I have the same pick, buddy. <laughs> and then since Devontae Wyatt fell from 31, uh, what I had him at 31 last time, uh, instead of Daxton Hill to the Lions, I have Devontae Wyatt now going to the, the Lions Man. at 32. So domino much, effect because of Mafe. As much as you don't want it, Desmond Ritter, 32, Detroit Lions. No, I have seen a couple mocks that had Desmond Ritter going, like, at the end of the third round in, like, the hundreds. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't either. Did you notice that on here that they switched uh, the Lions' biggest need to quarterback? It used to be edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that when I was going through stuff. I I got to say that um, I was – Big into obviously the 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 Desmond Ritter to Minnesota in the second round, but after everything I've been watching and how high I've suddenly slotted him, like I have him as the what one I was I, I have him as the number four cornerback right now, Roger McCreary. There's about three other cornerbacks that could go above him. Kyer Elam is one we talked about. Yeah, if he were to fall, if he's there, or if him and Desmond Ritter are both there at forty six. And we don't we don't take McDuffie or Stingley. I want I want him over Desmond Ritter. Yes, I would say if if the Vikings get Kyle anything but a corner at twelve, they gotta go corner in round two. But if they get McDuffie or Stingley at twelve, I think I I would I don't know. I want Ritter at uh, forty six. Yeah. No, I, I'm not gonna. You know, and I, I don't. I don't want to overdo the position or be greedy. But I would even if they took Stingley or McDuffie, and McCreary's there at 46, I almost say take them anyway. And there's your cornerbacks for the next 10 years. Yeah. I know it's overdoing it. People might not like it, but I'm telling you, Luke, go on YouTube, watch watch yourself some Roger McCreary, SEC cornerbacks. So if we're talking about, you know, the talent they see is a lot of what they should be. This dude's, this dude's playing Alabama. I mean, he's playing all these teams. Watch watch some damn footage of him. You, you will watch some Roger McCreary and go, wow, how has nobody been talking about this guy? And that's where I'm like, like I almost wanted to mock him at 23 over Andrew Booth to the Cardinals. I'm, I'm watching like, it I'm, right now. I'm falling in love with this dude. He's so good. Are you, are you watching some stuff right now? I just put it on mute, but yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying, man. He's he's got some some talent, man. He's got some talent. Uh, oh yeah, look at that against whoever that is. 
Are you watching, like, the first thing on YouTube that popped up? It's his, like, highlights from last year. Is it from Jeff Bomb's Productions? Um, how do I they know? Yeah. They do some good shit. Oh, there's a pick six, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's... Obviously, anybody can take tape and make somebody look really good. But I'm just saying, man, McCreary just... He just looks good, man. He looks real good. The way he closes in on people, as, as I said, not, not even getting the interceptions, but the way that he is willing to get in there, get feisty, slap with you, and not worry about getting dirty. You know what I mean? Like, like he's, he, you know, if, if somebody runs a slant, like he's going to chase right in and push right out and just smack you. And he's not going to, he's not going to be worried about that contact. Like he's, it looks like he's good with his hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'll say, you know, he's he's a guy who, where if he can't get the pitch, he's going to volleyball pop it up and at least get it away from everybody. Yeah. Like, he's, I don't know, man. I just, the more and more I watch him, he just, and he's able to keep people, like, I, I watched a lot of the video, like, what I'm watching right now, I'm two minutes into the video, and uh, I, I don't know who it was, was a light, was a, was a Al, uh, Alabama guy, goes straight up, straight up, uh, and he's trying to cut in, and he's right there. He ain't letting them move. And it's just a complete mispass. Like he's just—he's not letting the guy move. Like you're not running around on me. Like I'm here, you're not going anywhere. And he—he makes—he. I don't know, man. I like I said, I might be crazy, but he—he's he, like, this seems really growing on me, uh, Roger McCreary. I wonder if you almost take Trent McDuffie at twelve and then him in the second round. <laughs> what do you like? Are you what do you what do you think of some of this footage you're watching on him? He, I think he looks good. Um, the only thing, I don't know. I guess I would wonder. Like from his footage, it looks like he should be up there quite a ways. But mm-hmm. so I wonder why he wouldn't be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I wonder what, like, the issue is or, like, what they're afraid of or something. Like, does that make sense? I'm trying to worry. Yeah, right? no. I, I, think, I think one knock on him that um, – Is he not a good open field tackler? He's, so he's 5'11". Um, he's under 200 pounds. He, I mean, he ran a 4'5", but – I just, yeah, I mean, I, I just watched this play against LSU, and the dude caught the ball in the end zone, and he just came out of nowhere and like punched it out of him. <laughs> like he's, yeah, he's he's very good with what he does. I just, I don't know if it's the size that people have against him. I, I'm looking on NFL.com right now. He's rated. He's the seventh rated cornerback. They got Sauce Gardner, Trent McDuffie, Derek Stingley. Kyer Elam, Andrew Booth, Kyler Gordon on a Washington who played with McDuffie and then Roger uh, McCreary. But even to be fair with it, like Sauce has got a 6.72 grade. McDuffie's got a 6.7. And then ironically, the drop-off, 6.5 for Stingley. So McDuffie's a much higher graded prospect. Kyer Elam, 6.38. Booth, 6.34. Gordon, 6.31, and McCreary, 6.28. So only 10 tenths of a point between Elam and McCreary in the, the actual grade. He's a senior, too, which is what I like. I, I like the fact that he's, he's developed. He's got four years under his belt. Yeah, too. he's played all. He's been there the whole time, you know. Mm-hmm. 
That's crazy. Yeah. So I just I thought I would, I thought I'd show you him and see what you thought about uh, Roger McCreary. But I no, yeah, I like him. I think his knock is like in the. I guess it, these are his highlights I'm watching, so you don't really get to see a lot, but. It, he 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 doesn't look like he makes a lot of open field tackles, you know. Like he's good on the ball, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if um, well, I wonder if that's the issue. Is you know, like you know, Jalen Ramsey can like hit you behind the line of scrimmage and tackle you. So I wonder what his issue, if that's his issue. Um. So so uh, his they're saying his his pros. From uh, from from tape and, and pro day was uh, overall coverage the way you just cover the field his ball skills which is what I talked about with his hands that I like his fluidity his lateral mobility and his tackling uh, it says McCreary's coverage whether it's man zone or press coverage he has shown to be able to thrive doing it all he is strong and aggressive at the start of the route and press which which that was that one play I was talking about but he's also patient and allows wide receivers to commit before making any drastic movements and mirrors routes very well with his fluid hips. So gotcha. yeah. that's what I'm into is the way he, he can adapt, it seems like. Yeah, so um, on, on NFL.com, from the writer I talked to about maybe getting us tickets to the draft, mm-hmm. um, his name's Lance Zerline. Um, he wrote an article on him, and he says his biggest weakness is, it says if Mercury didn't have these weaknesses, he'd be a top 10 draft pick, no doubt. Um, he lacks playmaking and tackling ability, Taller wideouts can go up and get the ball above him. Needs better foot patience to mirror crafty releases. He gets beat a lot on outside breaks if he's not already in position. Um, takes time to flip hips into sprint mode. Um, also, se- always separation at the break point. So he essentially always lets the wide receiver go because he thinks he can catch him, essentially. Um, See, that's what I, I thought I liked, but maybe that yeah. also highlights is where I'm seeing him do that all Yeah, the time. and then requires better eye balance from off-man. Um, slight stall in his plant and drive mecha- mechanism. Short stepping hinders closing quickness in space. So it just looks like his big things are like, I think he just has maybe, maybe he's too confident is what it kind of sounds like. You know, mm-hmm. like he lets people go because he thinks he can catch them. Um, yeah. But I mean, his strengths are way more. Like this guy says, compact with um, impressive play strength, ability to put the receiver's release in neutral, like you said, so he can like literally just stop them. Um, plays the role of irritant in press man, used his physicality to rough up Penn State wide receiver Jahan Dotson. <laughs> Uh, suffocates receiver space. So he plays a lot of like on player, but so it looks like his weakness is his strength. So he, he's really good at playing on the receiver, but if the receiver breaks free, he's slow to catch up. That makes sense. Yeah. The, the, the report I was looking at said one of the things he lacks is he doesn't have that elite athleticism yeah. that a lot of these other corners have. And then the other thing, um, yeah. I can see that, and, and, and I can see how you can take the highlights and, and you know, obviously make it look better. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. But if like you can get him in the second round, it looks like it would be a good, good pick. Um, it's like, uh, it's like that Emikiti dude that I've been that I had been looking at that I didn't know how to pronounce from Penn State. Yeah. Uh, it's he's just another guy that I've been watching. I'm like, damn man. I just, I'm, I'm really. Really, really getting behind Roger McCreary. But um, it'll be interesting. 
you know, may, maybe that's a play. Boy, could you imagine we get if we were able to get a Kyle Hamilton at twelve? Yeah, grab him at forty-six. Like, look, I, I like a Desmond Ritter just like everyone else, but I, if you if you're gonna give him a query and either Stingley, McDuffie, or Hamilton to go with them on top of Harrison Smith, man, I I'd, I'd like to take another look at Kellen Mond. <laughs> Sorry, Desmond Ritter. <laughs> and then. Uh... Yeah, and this thing, I just, I like, essentially just Googled Roger McCurry draft news, and there's this article, and it says, in any other draft, Roger McCurry would be a top five corner, but with the depth at corner in this draft, he falls below the top five. And that's um, fair. That's what I was saying, too, is you got to, like, I feel like there's going to be at least four in the first round. I think we both had five, because we both had Gardner, Oh, and Booth. Uh, and Booth, yeah, there's yeah. five. And it... This is like that last wide receiver draft. Like, there is riches in there. And and there's more in the second. Uh, Kobe, uh, <laughs> this is a, it's what's erotic, but uh, he played with Sauce Gardner. Do you know Do you know who the other – that and, and obviously I said Kyler Gordon played with McDuffie. There's another pair that came out of Cincinnati. Do you know who played with Sauce Gardner in Cincinnati? No, fuck. Kobe Bryant. Hey, Kobe? <laughs> C-O-B-Y, Bryant. Uh, playing for Cincinnati. <laughs> we should draft him to do his name. Kobe. Oh. So, I mean, there's a lot of good corners in this draft, and you can get one late. Um, they list, so an A, or an 8 is the perfect prospect. 7.3 to 7.5 is a pretty all-pro. Seven to seven one is a Pro Bowl talent. Six seven to six nine is a year one starter. So they have Sauce Gardner and McDuffie as, as year one starters. They don't even they, they have a boomer bust potential on Stingley. I think it's because of his injury. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that, that that's ACL. why he fell so far. Well, not so far, but that's why he's ranked number two or number three now instead of one. Yeah, he tore that ACL and then he had the COVID year. Yeah. So I don't know if this makes you happy, but I googled Roger McCreary news, and the third thing down is is Minnesota Vikings are a perfect fit for Roger McCreary in the new defensive system. In the article, it says the Vikings shouldn't look at corner in the first round. They should look at uh, fixing safety or um, get a playmaker on defense at a different position and draft Roger McCreary in the second round. He will be an instant. And it says he'll be your instant day one starter ahead of Patrick Peterson. To, um... Let's go. So here, here's where we're at now. Are we on the bandwagon that we want Kyle Hamilton or we want uh, or we want Jermaine Johnson or Jordan Davis at 12? Yeah, so my my. Four. I have four players at 12 that if they pick one of the four, I'll go, I get it, and I'm happy. It's Kyle Hamilton, one. De- Derek Stingley is probably last. Um, so it goes Kyle Hamilton, Trent McDuffie, two. Um, number three is Garrett Wilson, and number four is Derek Stingley. If you had an opportunity to take Garrett Wilson or – Drake London, are you still taking Wilson? Are you are you are you on that bandwagon that everyone else has become on with, with Garrett Wilson? 
So for the Vikings, no. If like if I, as a Viking fan, I'd rather see Drake London. I think because he's a bigger bodied receiver. We already have the speedy guy. We 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 have our number one Justin Jefferson for the next bajillion mm-hmm. years. I think we need. I mean, Jefferson can go up and get the ball. Um, you know, Adam Thielen's proven he can, but I think in in that. I think I'd rather see Drake London because he's a bigger bodied receiver. But I so I don't know. Last night I didn't want to call out Doof because I was trying to keep the peace for once on Xbox. But Sus Gardner is six two. He's not six four. He's not the same height as Drake London. He it's, it's no, it's not. God bless America. Excuse me. Was that a fart, bro? <laughs> yeah, it was. Holy hell, that was a COVID fart. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, I was wrong as well. Derek London or Drake London is not six four. He's six five. He's yeah, I was bigger. gonna say something. I was gonna say something because me and you talked about that once. Is how tall he is. I man, I'm starting to work myself eight days from the draft here into a into a shoot where I kind of want Drake London at twelve and Roger McCreary at, at forty six or I, Kyle I Hamilton. I think those it, are the two I kind of want now. I just think so. If at twelve, if Trent McDuffie, Trent McDuffie, Kyle Hamilton, and Drake London are there, I think you have to take one of those secondary. You have. To, I think you have to take Hamilton because yes. this offensive line, like uh, like Cam, our, our new GM, he he seems like he's got his head on straight and he yeah. gets it. Um, yeah. Which which is we can start breaking into this. Let's talk draft talk here before we go into our last two segments. Um. The Vikings, have you heard the rumor that if they don't like what's going on at 12, and if Jamison Williams is still sitting there at 12, the Chiefs have offered up both first-round picks and something else in the draft to move I up have. to 12? I have. I've heard both pick 29. Is it 29 and 30, right? Mm-hmm. 29, 30, and then something else, probably like a third or a fourth. And like I heard a fourth. I, I heard a fourth in both firsts for pick 12. I, let me try to find the NFL draft point uh, chart. So let's see. So the number, number 12 pick is worth 1,200 points. So Kansas City's picks are worth 1,260 points. So those two picks would be more value than what Minnesota has. But and if, if you they added Jamison Williams, so if you add pick one twenty one, that's another fifty two points. Yeah, so it's not. I mean, I, yeah, it's like sixty. To, how many more? Like sixty or seventy more points, right? Yep, sixty, and then they would get another fifty. So they get one hundred and twelve more points, which yeah, is the equivalent I mean, to trading up to uh, pick ten. So I mean, but if they want, if they want Jamison Williams at twelve, I think they're afraid that Houston's gonna take him. Is what I'm assuming. So if I'm Kansas City, I don't. I gotta look at that. I think. I think Wilson and London are gonna be gone by ten for sure. Not just because I mocked it, but I do. But I think at eleven, I think you almost have to call Washington and not Minnesota, because if you're Washington and you think you're 100% ready to make a run, which a lot of people do. A lot of people think that they are built to really see what they could do right now. They need to figure out Terry McLaren. 
And if they need to replace him, they're going to take Jamison Williams, not the Vikings. Yes. So does I, it, I think does one of the differences, I think, I think most people think Washington's going to take a corner, though. Really? I, think, I really think they're going to take Jamison Williams if he's there. I really do. I don't know. I mean, we'll see, but I don't, I think I, yeah, I projected him Derek Stingley at 11. Did you? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, so I guess that falls in, like, <coughs> unless the Vikings really like Jamison Williams. I don't think. Like I said, unless if Kyle Hamilton and Trent McDuffie are gone already, I don't, I don't see the, you, I think you got to take one of those two players yeah. if they're there. I, so I think Washington takes Kyle Hamilton or Jamison Williams. I think one of the two goes to Washington. Yeah, I mean, if, I, they, if they take but, Kyle Hamilton at 11 and that's who Vikings wanted, I say make the trade. I say go all the way back, get 29 and 30, and then get a whatever if something else is involved. Because then, I mean, they can look at – I mean, Daxton Hill's there, who sh- who they say is going to be a first-round yep. safety at the end. There's Lewis, Lewis Dean from, from Georgia. Georgia is there, too. Yeah. I mean, and if they, man, if they are in love with uh, McCreary, why, why not just reach and grab him at 30? You know what, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, you could take Lewis Sign and then Roger McCreary. Perfect. Yeah. I wouldn't even be mad at it. Maybe so, Traylon Burks falls to him. Yeah, I mean, and I'm just trying to I'm look. Like, maybe Hell, Boye maybe. Mafe falls or something, and they need to yeah. – so there's there's a a lot that could be worth it. Um, I think I think too. I think Stingley and I think McDuffie, no matter what, are going to be there at twelve. Yes. So it's a matter of do we covet them more than doing the trade? Unless if Kyle Hamilton's there, then a hundred percent. Like just make the pick, bro. <laughs> This and this could all be smoke and mirror too, and maybe it's just somebody just talking shit to talk shit. But since I, I you heard the rumor too, so it. it yeah. Um, I also heard talking with the quarterback stuff. Um, Carolina apparently thinks that Malik Willis is a perfect fit to their scheme. Who who said that? Um, the Panthers. Like yeah, they haven't I... said it, but somebody I've talked to has has said that. All signs point to, to them being in love with Pickett, but they truly believe Malik Willis is their fit, not Pickett. And I apparently that. the Steelers really think Pickett is their guy because they want to bring the kid from Pitt to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I've um, I've read the same thing. As I've read um, uh, that Carolina is in on Willis, and I've read Pittsburgh. I've actually read that Pittsburgh likes Ritter at twenty. Oh wow! So man, I, those fans would be pissed if they didn't take the pick. So I, I think though in the article I read, it had Kenny Pickett going nine to Seattle. Okay. So he would be the next available one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you mentioned Debo. My boy Debo. <laughs> I think I uh, do. I have that on here. I might actually, hold on, I might actually have that on here. I don't, oh, let me see. No, I don't have, I have this. Damn! I thought I had Debo. Debo! 
In the words of Eddie Pacquiao. I thought I won the fight. You thought you won the fight? Why? He didn't do nothing. He just stood there. <laughs> um, so, the four teams that I've heard linked, and I kind of disagree with what, what they're saying, but I want your thoughts. Jets, Packers, Chiefs, and Lions linked. So, fun fact is I haven't read anything about this, and the teams that I would say that everyone should look out for for this trade is the Jets, because they were in on Tyree Kill. Everyone's got to remember that. Yeah, and that's what I've the, written down that I wanted to go over with you. Yep, the Jets were 100% in on Tyree Kill. The Jets were the other option besides Miami, so you can't tell me they're not going to be in on Debo Samuel. And they have the picks to do it. I think the Jets have four of the top 40 picks or something like that. Yeah, they have like 34, 39 or something, and then yeah. 4 and 10. Yeah, so they have the draft capital to get it done. Now de- now it depends on what they have to give up. Like, I don't think they'll have to give up 4 and 10, but you might see like 10 in no. both of those seconds or something maybe. Or Look, something. If, if, you're, if you're San Fran and I'm the Jets and I call you and go, hey – we know Diva wants that. We'll give you number 10. Are you really saying no for number 10? Uh, I would probably ask for another late-round pick, like a third or a fourth maybe, but no. I Like, if I get one first and it's a top 10 first, I'm happy. If, if, I, if I called you and you asked me for anything else, I'd go, all right, I'm cool. I'm just going to take care of Wilson and Drake London. Thanks. Yeah. And i just hang up on you. Yeah. I'd call you back and I'd be like, listen here, you little motherfucker. <laughs> I go, no, why don't you call the Chiefs and ask for but, 29 and 30 instead but of here's 10. The thing. If, <laughs> if, I'm San Fr- if I'm San Francisco and I'm dealing Debo Samuel to the Jets, I want number four. And I want it for one reason, and I'm sure you know what it is. What I want it want? for Garrett Wilson because Garrett Wilson will not be there at 10, I don't think. I think I'm Atlanta- not giving you four. Yeah, but the, the, that's where you got to kind of figure it out, I guess. Because like, then, then it gets into that thing that we talked about before. Okay, where does that next wide receiver on my list? Like Garrett Wilson's 100, you know, is my number two wide receiver Drake London. Is he a 90 and I'm like, that's fine? Or is he like a four? You know what I mean? Well, so, but, but if you're the Jets, do you really give up number four for a guy who's in a contract dispute? Um, I don't know. Hell no. I'm taking Sauce Gardner with that, and I'll just grab whatever's whatever's left, Wilson or London, because Atlanta you, might take one, or they might both be there. Yeah. If they give up four though, and they get Debo there for the four pick at ten, they could get like Trent McDuffie maybe. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather? What would, okay. What would you rather have? Would you rather have? Oh, I'd rather have Sauce. Exactly. <laughs> so let let me ask you this, just based off of potential. Obviously, you have Debo, but. Would you rather have Sauce? Would you rather have Sauce and Wilson or London, or would you rather have Devo and McDuffie? Ooh, that one probably Sauce. I'm going, and, exactly. I'd rather have Sauce and Wilson. They're cheaper. They're under contract for five years, and they're not going to complain. So I I think the Jets will be in for one of their firsts. I've read that the Texans will be in for the pick team. Uh-huh. Possibly for Debo, and I, I honestly think what the, one will be. I think one will be Kansas City. I think Kansas City, but I do think to get Debo, they'd have to give up twenty nine and thirty for him. I think. 
Yeah, exactly. I think Green Bay's got to give up 22 and 28. I think the Chiefs got to give up 29-30. I think the Lions got to give up 32 and other capital. They probably got to give up 32 and 33 because they have the first round pick in the second round, too. And you probably still got to give up more because if I'm – if I'm staying friend, why wouldn't I just take 29 and 30 instead of 32 and 33? Yeah, I do have a like sleeper. Me. I do have a sleeper for this. I think the Eagles make a push. Yeah. I think the Eagles at 15 could be the yep. pick. Yeah. And I think the Saints at 16 could be too. Absolutely. I think I think the Eagles will be a sleeper in on this. I've, I think I've mocked a wide receiver to one of their picks every mock pair with Devonta Smith, or Devontae Smith, however you pronounce his first name. But I think they'd be a good choice. I think ultimately, though, I think the Jets will get it done. I think that number 10 pick will be too high of a pick for San Francisco not to trade them there. Yeah, if, if, you're, if you're San Fran and the Jets offer you 10, you'd be dumb to not take it. Yeah. Um, the other reason I think – so that's who I think is going to do it. Um, partially too, um, you look at the head coach Robert Salah and their off- and their offensive coordinator Matt Lafleur. They were both in San Fran and had a hand in drafting Debo Samuel. Yeah. So they know Debo. Debo knows them. They all get along. They already tried to go for Tyree Kill, so they've already shown that they could make a move. Uh, I I think the Jets are my. I think before the draft happens next Thursday, Debo Samuel for the number 10 pick is going to happen. Yeah, I totally agree. That's I'm stamp it down. That's 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 our prediction. Are, are we are we putting that in the ether? Uh, yep. Yeah, that's that. I think that's who will get him is the Jets for the 10th pick. But Jets. Jets get Debo Samuel for the 10th pick in next Thursday's draft. Take that for data. Put it in the book, bitch. <laughs> um, we talked about the Vikings thing. I thought that was very interesting. Um, the other thing, too, uh, Debo Samuel obviously has his reasons behind some of it. A lot of it is because of the, the amount of carries he gets is why he wants the contract extension. They all, Now, did you see that San Fran offered him a big money deal and they turned it down? Yes. So, how much have you dug into this Debo Samuel thing? Not a lot. So <clears throat> I think this is part of why he turned it down. And I'm also going to say I, I think the number one thing is is Debo for the 10. But I think there's a very good chance that he doesn't even leave. I would say if, it, if the, Jets, the Jets trade number 10 for him is my number one. And my number two is Debo not leaving. Uh, what do you think the odds are he doesn't leave? I have no idea. Um, I don't know. I think he leaves because, like, this offseason has just been crazy. Like, people just have been like, I want to be traded. And then it's like, okay, you're going to get traded. <laughs> so, so doing the digging, Debo Samuel, his agent is Tory Danby. Tory Danby is also Denzel Ward's agent who he just got paid $105 million highest paid quarterback. Okay. So if you just got that for your corner, why do you not try to get it for your wide receiver? You see where I'm going? I see where you're going. 
He also, Tory Danby is also the agent of DK Metcalf. And you know where I'm going with the next name? No, I don't. A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. So all three of his receivers are all guys wanting out. He's the, the only one he doesn't have is Scary Terry out of that list of wanting to leave or get contract extension type players yeah. and holding out. So it all kind of makes sense where he got Denzel Ward paid. Now he's got his other three receivers holding out for money. I bet you this dude's going to try to get them all top three paid money by their teams. That's oh, one sure. thing. Maybe there's a chance he doesn't leave San Fran and they just pay him up because of how valuable he is. I mean, he led the team in receptions, receiving yards, and rushing touchdowns. So, I mean, gotcha. he, he's running and receiving. I mean, he had, you know, he had a few hundred carries, if I remember right. You know, so he was getting a rock yeah. as a running back, too. You know, he was doing what we all wanted Cordero to do kind of deal. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I find it interesting that Tory Dandy has all three of them. Everyone's kind of doing the same thing. So, I don't know. That's, that was something I really wanted to talk about and keep, kind of keep an eye on with things. A boy, Debo. <laughs> Debo! I have I have a couple of rumors for you here, Ryan. Ooh! I am on WalterFootball.com reading best, NFL draft best rumors. website in the world, not, not known as Sportscast Radio. They do the best mock drafts. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I had, I had some boogers in my mouth. Um, <laughs> so it, it's there's a rumor. There's a couple. So the first one is... Um, Tex, uh, it's about the Texans. Texans are believed to be targeting Ahmad Gardner at number three. Makes sense. And then this one I didn't even know about. So two days ago, the Jets do not believe Garrett Wilson will make it to pick 10. So if they want to pull the trigger, it will have to be at pick four. However, the other day, the Jets offered pick 10 to the Seattle Seahawks for DK Metcalf for them to turn him down. Wow. So Seattle said no for pick 10. Yeah, for DK. So let me ask you this then. Would you rather have DK Metcalf or Debo Samuel? Debo. Okay. Okay. So I I just figured I would, I would, I would, I would check that out. Or that was that was kind of a thought, just in case. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yep. if if they take it DK, then that that's gonna hurt their draft stock. But if you cover Debo more, then you know, good on good on them, bad on Seattle. Yeah. Huh? What do you have? The other ones? I'm looking right now. This one's funny because of what happened with your mock. This one says, don't be surprised if the Giants take the top two tackles at five and seven. <laughs> um, That's funny. That's, what, if I, what if I'm right that I didn't even know it? That'd be tight. Uh, this one says, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars are looking to trade down out of the number one pick. But the phone is not ringing. That's the problem is I still think all these teams want to trade down and nobody's nobody's playing ball. Yeah. And it, 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 I'm, I'm more starting to get on the edge of 
people aren't scared of it. It's I think this draft is a lot better than I gave it credit for. And there's probably 40 to 50 can't-miss guys in this draft. Yeah. And I was the guy who, who was all about shitting on the draft. Now, I still think this quarterback class isn't going to be what these guys think it is. Like, I, I, I think if what – what did we have last year? Trevor Lawrence. Um, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Then Trey who Lance. was that? Trey Lance. Then Justin Fields and Mac Jones. Yeah. I don't think Willis or Pickett go over any of those five. No. So if you look at it, these guys are all bottom of the first round quarterbacks at least. Someone's going to reach. It's going to be interesting with it, man. Um, what do you what do you what do you, what do you say, Luke? You want to uh, you want to move on to segment three or four here? Uh, ten strike. No, that's that's not a real thing. What is BCM? Oh, here's one about the Vikings. Oh, okay. Let's let's do that before them going through strikes. Rumor has it that the Chargers have called the Vikings about pick number twelve. So we get seventeen. Yeah. And then, and then probably like uh, like a third round pick or something. I'd assume fourth round maybe. Um, do oh, I maybe still have a third. Um. Nine nine hundred and fifty points is what pick seventeen's worth twelve hundred once again for the Vikings. So they would need to make up two hundred and fifty points. Um pick seventy nine is only worth one ninety five. So you and need that's to give a me, second round? That's a third round. Second okay. would be they don't have a second round pick. Oh, the Cleo Mac trade probably. Yep. I mean, I'd so be okay I mean, to move back five spots and get a third and a fourth, maybe. Yeah, third and fourth. That would be 190 and 49, so 50 points. So that would be 200 and 239 points. That puts their value just short by 11 points. I would, I'd be fine with that. Give me, um, give me, give me a, a – if you want to give me the 17, give me a third, fourth, and your sixth. Because your sixth yeah. round picks with 11.8 points. So if you want to give me a third, fourth, and a sixth for me to move back five spots, I would take that. Yeah, and you know who would who would be sitting there probably is Trent McDuffie. Yeah, you probably you could probably still get McDuffie and get, and get an extra third and fourth and a sixth. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm in for sure. Yeah, let's go. If you want it, you can get it. Let me know. And I gotta find my three strikes. So you can go first, my friend. I haven't looked on it yet. <laughs> All right. Well, you need your three strikes since we need to buy time. I just want to play once again how big of a dumb piece of shit Jim Crane is. Uh, Jim Crane was the president of the Houston Astros, and he got drilled about cheating uh, almost two years ago on the date. I think it was two or three years ago on the date. So I want to play this here real quick. It's only 45 seconds. What here, here is what Jim Crane said exactly to your point. You know, our opinion is, um, you know, that this didn't impact the game. Um, we had a good team. Um, we won the World Series, and we'll leave it at that. And you then know, the reporter right after that said, did you just say it didn't impact the game? He goes, no, I didn't say that. And he thinks, here, here is, here's that. Jim, when talking about the Yankees there, did you say you feel like this didn't impact the game? And what do you mean by that? I, I didn't say it didn't impact the game. Yes, Basically, you did. You know, as the commissioner <laughs> said in his report, he's not going to go backwards. 
Um, it's hard to, to determine how it impacted the game, if it impacted the game, and that's where we're going to leave it. Uh, he's out of his mind, first of all. <laughs> that guy sucks. My boy, he's been on here. That guy screwed me out of a second championship in three years, four years. And he goes, oh, it didn't impact the game. You, I, I didn't say it. you tell me how you game. feel? Fuck. Oh, I'll punch him in the dick. We got this coming up next. All of your, your your nutrition, your energy drinks, the whole idea. RepSports.com, promo code WrestleCast. Kicks up 10% off. Luke, you still want me to go first? I thought this was this one might be kind of easy to get some points from you. I realized that that um we 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 never added to our our point list of getting things right in the uh, 2022 calendar year. Um, as it sits right now, uh, you have nine points and I have six points because you gave me that really hard one. That's right. And then you were going to tee me up an easier one to make up for it, and then we never did it since then. Okay, so I got to <laughs> do an easy one? Well, you don't have to, but you were like, damn, I feel bad. Uh, you gave me one that wasn't too bad, and I only got three right on the one. So you don't have to. I'm just saying, there was the last time we did this, you gave me a really, really hard one. <laughs> so, um, what I want from you, Luke, is to name for me the the top ten players all time in NFL interceptions. Oh my god, I don't fucking know. There's one, two, three, four, five. There's at least six, if not seven, you should get on this list. That's why I took it. Uh, I'm gonna go interceptions. Yes. I'm gonna go Paul Krause. Yeah, number one. Come on. Um, I'm gonna go Deion Sanders. Oh, uh, that is your first strike. Damn, I'm gonna go Ronnie Lott. Ronnie Lott is number eight. Hey, that was just a throw it in the dark. Um, number two, I thought you'd get. Um, 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 hold on, I'm thinking this is. I guess I thought it was easier than it was gonna be. Really? See, I'm thinking way there, too much into this then. Well, there, there's three that I, I I would have never gotten. Is Tracy Porter one? He played forever. Tracy Porter is not one. That's two strikes. Fuck, I'm trash. I might I might have to owe you a, an easier one next uh, tomorrow or whatever we do our next. Um. Tomorrow. I feel like when I say the names, you're gonna be like, "Oh, I knew that. Oh, I knew that." That's why. Uh, I know this isn't one, but I'm going to go Troy Palomalu. Yeah, he is not. So that gives you two points, Luke. Um, number one, Paul Krause. Number two, I don't know this one, Emlyn Tuttle. Couldn't tell you who that is. Number three, I thought you would have got this, Rod Woodson. I didn't even didn't even think about him. See, but here's the other thing is I got to remember that you're like 10 years younger than me. So, like, guys that were relevant, like, Tecmo Bowl days, you weren't even, like, playing games yet. 
Um, number four, Night Train Lane. I thought you would have got oh, Night Train. Oh, I do know him. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I was thinking because of all the Madden stuff, yeah. Night Train. Uh, number five, I wouldn't have gotten either. Kyle or Ken Riley, no clue. Number six, the big number two four from Oakland, Charles Woodson. Oh, I didn't even think about him either. Thought you would have got him. I thought you got number seven, number twenty-two, representing the U, Baltimore Ravens, Ed Reed. Ed Reed, huh? I didn't I see. You... I didn't think of any. See, I think of them as like hard hitters and shit. So I'm like, oh, they didn't get interception. <laughs> um, number ten, Dave Brown. No who, no clue who he is. And number nine, I thought for sure you would have got just because of how big of a piece of shit he is, and he was a part of our lives. <laughs> and he's a Madden meme. Number nine, 63 picks. Oh, shit. Darren Shopper. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think he'd be in there. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> but oh, it's so I thought, funny. I thought you would have got Sharper. I thought you would have got Reed. I thought you would have got both Woodsons. I thought you would have got Night Train. That's funny. That's so I apologize. <laughs> oh, shit. Darren Shopper. One of the hardest hitters in the league. See, there's your thing at hard hit, too. <laughs> right, I'm, pulling, I'm pulling mine up. So I, I will uh, I'll have to turn it down next time. I'm not ready yet. You're gonna you're gonna have to kill some time here for a second, my That's bro. Okay. But couldn't I'm getting blown up about that AEW thing. Um, people are like, Oh shit, we're going to Chicago. I'm like, nope, not everybody is going with me to Chicago. <laughs> okay, don't don't just think that I'm bringing nineteen people with me. You can get your own fucking tickets. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm giving you an easy one, you ready? Yes. All right. So the top ten. You ready? Mm-hmm. NFL wide receiver rookie season what? receiving yards lead. Like which the top ten rookie wide receivers who had the most yards. Does that make sense? So the top ten receiving yards by a rookie in history. Yep. In a single season, not like throughout a career, but like a single season, their rookie season. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, Jamar Chase. Hold on. I had to count down to 10 because they're not numbered. Jamar Chase is number one with 1,455 yards. <laughs> um, and then he, and he beat uh, Justin Jefferson. Yep. And, but with an extra game. By only fifty yards, just throwing that mm-hmm. out there. Remember we talked about that too. Yeah. Um. So Jefferson is two, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. Justin Jefferson passed my 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 dude. My dude. See, see I'm gonna know these like top ones, and then I'm fucked. I'll probably give you the top five, and then I won't know the rest of them. Okay. So Chase beat Jefferson. Yep. Jefferson beat out my boy from the Cardinals, Anquan Bolden, from 2003. Yep, and he had 1,377. Who passed the big 13-13 from 1998, Randall Moss. Yeah. Who, behind him, and only missed it by one catch, because I remember they talked about this. He, he only played 12 games. He didn't get all 16. 
And they're like, oh, man, if you had played all 12, he might have been able to pass Anquan Bolden. But uh, uh, ODB, Odell Beckham yeah. Jr. Um, now I'm like, shit. <laughs> yeah. So I know who three of the last five are. Okay, I know Michael Thomas had a huge rookie year. Is that your guess? No, because okay. the way you said it. Uh, I'm going to go Devontae Adams. That's your first strike. Yes. He's um, not even in the top 20, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to go uh, uh, give me Michael Thomas then. He's number eight with 1,137. Okay. I know I know one. I'm going to save it till the end. Or I shouldn't say I know it, but I'm pretty sure. Um, I feel like A.J. Green had a big, big rookie year, so did A.J. Brown. But I don't know if it was enough. Um, 2015 rookie Amari Cooper. That is your second strike, sir. Yeah. Okay, give me Terry Glenn from the Patriots because he had Drew Bledsoe thrown to him. It was like 95, I think, 95 or 96. And that is num- your number nine. Okay. So that is one. Okay, I did know that one. So there's only one more out of the three you have left that I have any idea who they are. Um, it's not going to be Waddle or Pitts. They'd really be years. They broke 1,000. It's not going to be them. Because Glenn had like 1,100 something, so it's got to be above that. I feel like Joey Galloway. No, that is your third strike, sir. Fuck. So no, How many number you, right? you got seven. Okay, I knew the first five. That I had that locked, but yeah. yeah. So number six is Billy Houghton from 1952 for Green Bay. With 1,231. I don't know the fuck that. Oh, is Mike Ditka one? No. Damn it. Number seven is the last one I knew, like knew the player, and it's Michael Clayton from Tampa Bay in 2004. I I wouldn't have guessed it either, but I know who he is. Like I I know know who he is. Yeah. I thought I was obscure with Joey Galloway and Terry Glenn, but you would have never got Michael Clayton. Up here. No, I knew who he was, but I would have never have guessed him. Yeah, fuck that. And then you got Michael Thomas and Terry Glenn. Number 10 was Bill Brooks in 1986 with Indianapolis. Yeah, no fucking clue. So Joey I, Galloway is... Well, the funny fact of it is, is you ready? Mm-hmm. Um, so Mike Ditka is 12th. Oh. Amari Cooper is 13th. <laughs> AJ Green is 15th. Oh my God. AJ Brown is 16th. <laughs> and Joey Galloway is 19th. Man, if you would have did a top 20, I would have crushed. You know who I'm surprised you didn't say? Because I would have said it. Keenan Allen? Is, it, is he up Keenan there? Allen, Keenan Allen is 18th. I'm surprised you didn't say Mike Evans. I, I said him, but I said I'm not taking him. Yeah, he's on that list, too. It was like 2013, 2014, something like that. 
2014, yeah. Yeah, he had a big year. Because I knew it was a lot of them were recent. Like 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 I said, and I said Pitts and Waddle because I feel like they were up there. They had over a thousand. So fun fact of the day: uh, if you if you switch it to touchdowns, the list changes dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I'll, I'll always remember because because Jamar Chase passed Jefferson, and Jefferson had beat Bolden, yeah. and then Moss was five, I think it was, and. Now I'm forgetting uh, who Bolden beat. Why am I forgetting that now? It was Moss. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, because Moss is 13-13. Yeah. And then Moss beat um, – now I'm forgetting who was five. OBJ. Well, OBJ, he beat yeah. – well, yeah, he was ahead of OBJ. Yeah, or yeah, he didn't beat him, but he was ahead of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I just – I always I, – I'll always remember Chase, uh, Chase Jefferson – uh, Bolden, Moss, and OBJ because of the current stuff. Because I loved Antoine Bolden and I loved Randy Moss. So like, I always see those top five lists because I'm watching all the Cardinal and Viking games. But that's why I was like, after the top five, it's downhill. I remember Terry Glenn because that was when they had Vincent Brins- or Vincent Bixby and Sean Jefferson and Ben Coates were the other yeah. receivers. And they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, they got beat by Favre. Do you know how many touchdowns Randy Moss caught in his rookie season? Fifteen? Seventeen. Seventeen. I knew it was a shit ton. I'm that glad shit I was wrong. Crazy. <laughs> you know how that's one of those ones where it's like I'm happy I'm wrong because it was that much more. <laughs> yeah. Did you yeah, know that Jalen Waddle as a rookie caught a hundred and five passes? <laughs> Dude, he had a really good year. He had like what do you have, like 1,026 or something for yards? 1,020, 105 uh, grabs and, and six touchdowns. Yeah, he had a good fucking year, man. Once again, until we talked to Paul Pickett, like, we were all about the Brian Flores getting fired by coming here. Good old Brian Flores. So we got 33 minutes left in the show. Luke, it is time. Uh... Whoa, are you Okay. Yeah, I had a fart, but mine didn't make a weird noise like yours did. Mine made me grunt because it felt weird. <laughs> My, mine was like a whistle. Yeah. All right, where am I going? Mock draft. I'm, start I'm ready. Okay. Flip the coin. Uh, select all. Hold on. Select all. Next. We're going to go start draft. Okay. Um, How do we want to do this? Do we do, should we do like a – we're going to do Wheel of Names. Luke. Ryan, Luke. All right, so I'm doing wheel of names. The thing I was talking to you about where we, we spin the wheel and make the deal. Okay. And I'm going to put our names on there 20 times, 10 times each. Okay. And I'm going to spin the wheel and see who who gets it in. And whoever gets it can pick if they want odds or evens. Okay, down. All right, here we go. We're spinning. And it lands on Holy shit It went on you It was like so perfect And then it slightly went to you So Luke Do you want the odds or the evens? Uh Shit Um I want the evens Damn it I wanted the evens too Okay I'll do odds No no it's fine You do (laughs) do the evens I'll do odds and then we're going to do one more of these where I will do the evens and do the odds. Okay, let's go. You're up. Okay, Jackson number one pick. are on the clock. Aiden Hutchinson. Wrong. 
<laughs> you took Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. All right. Well, since since uh, Aiden Hutchinson is gone, you're uh, gonna take him. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna do on, on the phone. Uh, I am gonna take Trayvon Walker here at number two. <laughs> you know what? I thought you were gonna take uh, uh, for the Detroit Lions. All right, Trayvon Walker at number three. I'm going to stick to my no, no. Just so everyone's aware, we are drafting this of what we think. Are we doing this of what we think they should, or like what we would do if we had the pick? No, because I would have took Malik Willis at number two. So we're doing what I, we think they're going to do. I think I I did mine based upon what I think they would do in that situation. I I think we should do it based off of what we think that they should, or like what we would do if we have the pick. Oh fuck! Go back, restart. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> well, all right. Well, because I, I don't know, it's hard. Like I, I just say I, because right now with the Texans, I have no clue what they would do. They have, yeah, okay, they, just restart they, it because I would do it. I would do a different pick than Trayvon Walker at two. Okay, is there a way to restart the mock? You just gotta go up and press exit mock draft okay. and then go on it and just. So you're t- it you're gonna go Malik Willis. I don't know. Am I? You really think Malik Willis is going to? You're uh, fucking that shit crazy. Are you taking Aiden Hutchinson at one again? Aiden Hutchinson, yeah. Go number one. Wrong. At number two, if I was the GM of the Lions, I would take Kayvon Thibodeau, number two. Whoa! Let's go, baby! You just shook the whole fucking foundation. I love it. I would take Kayvon Thibodeau, number two. I love it. And I would shake the GM of fucking Jacksonville's hand as I made the pick. I'd go are, thank are you we, for being we, a moron. Is it, are, have you officially come to my side? Yeah, I think he should be the number one pick. I don't Ladies think and gentlemen, we are officially a Kayvon Thibodeau radio show. Put it on the I, board! <laughs> I, th- I think if Kayvon Thibodeau's there at two, they're st- and Aiden... If Kayvon Thibodeau's there at two and they don't pick him, unless they trade, obviously, that'd be the only other thing. But if... He's there at two, and that's not the pick. They're just dumb. I just I don't we, think. We have just become a Kayvon Thibodeau show. Kayvon yeah. Thibodeau's for the number one pick. Let's go, baby. I am with you. You're a man. I wasn't expecting that. Kudos, bravo, my dude. What do, you, what do you want me to say to you that I've never said to you that, that you always that you want me to say? Because you're going to get it. This, this is your one you. opportunity. Say I love it. you, Luke. <laughs> I love you. I want to hug the shit out of you. I hope you get knocked out in a Nigerian street fight so I can wake you up. <laughs> Let's fucking go, man. Came on, Thibodeau. I'm telling you, man, this dude is the real. God, he's going to be so good, man. All right, well, what are you doing at three? Before I do at three, I'm cracking my window here. I'm getting a little hot. Again, are you pacing? I no 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 not yet. I'm telling you, I'm bro, I'm buying a Kayvon Thibodeau jersey whatever team he goes to. <laughs> uh, number three, Houston's going, well, hot fucking damn, I'm gonna take Trayvon Walker. <laughs> Alright, so Trayvon Walker. Uh with the, Oh fucking hell. I the Jets are gonna take Ahmad Gardner. Yeah, oh shit. Johnson. 
Right, hold on before you make your pick. I got to restart. Oh, my God. I am so hyped. I'm so hyped, man. Let's go. All right, so we had, what is it so far? It's Aiden Hutchinson, Thibodeau, Walker, Gardner. Okay, you're up. The Giants, baby. I am going to take Evan Neal. Evan Neal, huh? Yeah, I think they need they need somebody to play with Andrew Thomas to protect uh, a gotcha. uh, running back like Saquon. Gotcha. And and I'm totally on your side. I got I got Carolina here being like, thank God Malik Willis is still there, <laughs> and he's going number six to the no. Panthers. Now I'm not gonna take Aki Aquado here. Like no. I screwed that up. I Oh God, what is more important? It's so much deeper later. Kyle Hamilton. Damn it, I hate you. I I was gonna go Jermaine Johnson. I was gonna go Jermaine Johnson. Gotcha. So, so good. With with uh, Atlanta being not so heavy now, they are gonna take Jermaine Johnson. <laughs> yep. In Prairie. Uh, I'm gonna take Icky Aquani at nine to Seattle. So I, I had I had the Jets getting sauce at pick four. At mm-hmm. pick ten, they go out and get that big wide receiver. Drake London. Well, yeah. Man, this draft is tight. <laughs> now I have Washington shocked as shit that he's still there. They're going to take Garrett Wilson at 11. Garrett Wilson. All right, so I'm going to ask you, who do you think I'm going to pencil in here at 12? You're going to put Trent McDuffie. I am going oh, to Oh, man, or Charles Cross. I am going to put Trent McDuffie at 12 for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. He's down the ways. He's number 23. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got him on the board. I got him on the board. Which now I have the Texans going. Wait, I just got Trayvon Walker and I got Derek Stingley Jr. Let's go. Houston 13, David, Derek Stingley, LSU. And then I have Baltimore going, why did the Vikings take Trent McDuffie? Because now we get Jordan Davis. Hey. <laughs> um, Eagles see the blessing in the skies. They are going to take Jamison Williams, Alabama wide. Right in front of the Saints. He said, they, he said they called him a bitch in front of their tits. So I got the Saints with Jamison Williams going the pick before them. I have them taking – ooh, which way do I want to go here? I have them <laughs> taking Charles Cross, offensive tackle. Hey, that, if they got Cross at 16, that's a blessing, especially because, you know, the Chargers are sitting there going, yeah, come right here, Charles Cross. Yeah, Come help us protect sure. Herbie. Um, I don't think there's a lot that they – I mean, I, I like Devontae Wyatt here. I think he could be good. Um, Carlaftis could be good. They could use an Andrew Booth potentially, but I think they want to keep building that wall that I just spoke of. So at 17, 
I'm going to take offensive tackle Northern Iowa, Trevor Penning for the Chargers. Love it. So what did I take? You took Jamison Williams at pick 15 Mm -hmm. for the Eagles, so they don't need a wide receiver. I have them taking – ooh, this one's hard. This is a hard one. Um, I have them actually just taking best available at need of position, and I'm going to have them take um, Andrew Booth. I was going to say you're going to Andrew Booth at that, yep. Yeah. Um, I really want to go Kenny Pickett at 19 for the Saints. But if that lace set con- con- continues to work for Winston, he needs another weapon. And Chris Olave is still on the board, so I'm going to go Chris Olave for the Saints. I'm just letting you know I was fucking fully prepared to put Desmond Ritter at pick 20. <laughs> but now I'm going to go Kenny Pickett here. No, he's got to go Linderbaum. There you Linderbaum. go, Kenny Pickett, 20th. I, I I love how I originally had Willis at 20 and picking at 6, and now they're flipped. Right. Um, with the Patriots... <sighs> I think I'm going to go on the road to Zion. Take Zion Johnson. Uh, Zion Johnson. You switched it. This has been the Devin Lloyd pick forever. Yeah, I know. I know what I was looking at Devin Lloyd too, but I was like, damn, Zion. I... All right. So I have. It'll end up being Devin Lloyd anyway. <laughs> with the Packers missing out on that top tier of wide receivers with Chris Olave going, I have him, them taking George Karlaftis. 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 Since uh, their boy uh, Smith came over to the Vikings. Um, AJ Boy or AJ Boy, uh, Andrew Booth is in my guy here. Well, I already took him, bitch. <laughs> I have higher Elam. It will be interesting to see, like when we do this on Sunday. But I do the odds. How different it is. Mm. I don't want to reach too hard, but I mean, I kind of, I got my my dude McCreary. You take Roger McCreary here? I don't know. I was thinking about it. I'm going, you know what? I'm going to go this route. You take. Look, they, they need a cornerback, and Kyer Elam looks good, but they also need an edge, and I think he's going to be more impactful. Give me Boye Mafe, Minnesota. Dang, I like it, bro. Like it a lot. Because Dallas, Dallas might swoop him up, too. So I, have, I, I didn't put this pick in my mock because I thought about it a really long time. I think Dallas is going to get an edge rusher, but they're going to take David Ajabo. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna put him there. I think they're going to let him sit. I think they're going to let him sit and heal. And once that like playoff time starts, he's going to be able to come back and just tear shit up. I think it's. I think it's a smart move. Like people scared of him, I think are crazy because you know those kind of injuries aren't that big of a thing in the NFL anymore. Like, modern medicine has fixed a lot of that stuff. Um, 25. I'm going to go Kyrie Elam from Florida. 
I don't like that pick. Sorry. I don't like it. Um, Devin Lloyd. I'm gonna go Devin Lloyd here to Tennessee. Devin Lloyd, baby. Yeah. Devin Lloyd to Tennessee. Uh, Tampa Bay gets gets a gets a feast of riches here. Give me Tyler Linderbaum. Tyler Linderbaum. <laughs> Give me the Linderbaum. <laughs> so the Packers go out and grab Traylon Burks to nice. give uh, Mr. A.A. Ron a target here. 29. Um, uh, they still need a receiver. I feel like you're going to give them one at 30 if I don't take one. I feel like you'll give them Jahan Dotson or Sky Moore. So I'm going to give them a edge rusher, which is something they really need. And I'm going to go with Arnold Ebikiti. Who the, where the number is? Arnold Ebikiti. 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 I don't even see him, bro. There he is. Okay. Penn State, Arnold Ebikiti. Penn State edge rusher. Arnold Ebikiti. So I am going to go wide receiver here, but I am not going to go either wide receiver you had mentioned. Oh, are you going Christian Watson? I am not. I'm going George Pickens from Georgia. Oh, wow. He's digging deep. George Pickens. Bengals coming up next. And they need a little bit of help. <sighs> Boy. I'm going to give them Daxton Hill safety out of Michigan. All right, well, well, at pick 32, Desmond, Desmond Ritter. Ritter. Desmond <laughs> Ritter, baby. Hell yeah. So this will be a FCR joint draft. Ryan slash Luke. Because you took the evens and I took the odds. It, it, interesting. Interesting draft. Interesting outcome with a lot of the stuff. I mean, fun. Um, we are going to come back here. I mean, maybe as maybe as early as tomorrow, depending if we can get some guests lined up. But uh, for sure, next Tuesday with our live on air draft. Uh, otherwise, we're going to come back on Sunday, and on Sunday we are going to flip it, where I will do the evens. Luke is going to do the odds. And Sunday, are we giving our final mock draft five point Yeah. 5.0 comes out on Sunday. So Sunday night, we're going to be with you um, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, something like that. We'll, we will be on air. Um, also, like I said, next Tuesday, you can catch us on, and we're going to do our live on-air draft. But you may see us at any point um, tomorrow, swing back on for an, another show, depending guests lined up or not. But uh, for sure, Sunday we'll be back, and then we will be on Tuesday Interactive as hell. That was the fun shit, Luke. I'm excited. Love you. Draft is coming around the corner, man. Can't wait to talk about it. I might have to boot up Madden just to uh, see what the rookies are looking like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, hell no. I'm about good. to go play some show. Some show. And we got we still got some F1, bro. Yeah, we got to do four races. Mm-hmm. Can you Steffi finish higher said, than 18th? I got like 12, didn't I? I don't think so. Oh, maybe, maybe you did on that one that I got second. Yeah, exactly, bitch. Don't don't start talking shit. 
Dude, your your team is trash, bro. Mm, I'm on your team. Uh, it's fine. I'm, I'm tight. I'm gonna I'm gonna You're... demand of my release. I just got soaked. God. <laughs> that being said, folks, we are out. Sportscast Radio. We will see you for sure Sunday night. Otherwise, catch. Uh, if there's a chance, we may have a spot show tomorrow night. Otherwise, Sunday night, we will be back 7 or 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. And then the big one next Tuesday night, we'll have our live on-air mock draft. Multiple writers and callers. It's going to be a lot of fun. With that being said, we love you all. Peace out.